Welcome back to Big Wigs. Oh, baby. We are here with episode lucky number 13. How do you feel, Dre? 13. 13 episodes. Uh, 13 episodes. I love number 13. It's actually my lucky number. Oh, good. Well, if you're just tuning in, hi, I'm Anna Roisman, and this is my beautiful co-host, Andrea Lopez, and we are here to to shoot the shit with you for like an hour, you know, to have some fun, to talk pop culture, to do some impressions, and to just fucking fuck around. How, I'm sorry. Every time I curse now, I think of your mom listening to our <laughs> podcast, because... <laughs> <laughs> you're limited you're limited to one cuss word per sentence that's what okay. that's what it is oh per sentence oh per sentence. okay good Oof. yeah you said we're gonna fucking fuck around and I was like hey just say we're gonna f around I'm but you sorry, can say mom. the f word I'm sorry mom <laughs> her mom does not like it when I curse but she's gonna meet me in real life one day and be like oh my god she's so sweet you would never know those words come out of that mouth she like, absolutely Damn right bitch no she <laughs> The thing is, she's not even like she'll curse sometimes, too. I think she was just having a bad day and she called me and was like, I listened to the podcast. But when we did that Thanksgiving Day live, when we were reviewing the uh, parade, she loved you and your mom. She was like, I felt like I knew them. I was like, yeah, we we were we were FaceTiming mom. She's like, oh, my God. It's so crazy how you can FaceTime nowadays. I love that. We got to do another one of those lives. That was so fun. We like went live at the crack of dawn to like <laughs> review like Paula Abdul on the like Thanksgiving Day Parade. We're like, damn, Mariah Carey. Okay. Yeah. Who? Oh my God. There was some surprise guests on that. Yeah. That was a fun live. That was a fun live. But like of all the things to review, that was what we chose. <laughs> like that's the only like event we've done. We got to do another, a better event. Yeah. Was- we need- we need to do a like a show recap um, yes. of each. Yeah, like a live. I'm going to make show. you do. I'm going to make you watch Love is Blind because I know uh, you haven't watched it yet. Mm-hmm. I knew this was coming. And then we're going to review when they do the reunion episode or at the finale. I mean, perfect. Come on. Come on. So, we, I'm so down for that. What's with Irina? Like, why is she apologizing to everybody and her mother and her father? <laughs> like, what's the dealio? By the way, I have to tell you about this. So Irina, because she was a bitch on the show, like a bitch, you know what I mean? And I guess she saw that she was getting pretty negative press about it, like on TikTok. Let me tell you, Love is Blind TikTok is insane. It's blowing up. Blowing up. It's crazy. And um, so she did this apology, like a real life apology yesterday, which is so funny because you're like, you're a reality star. They want you to be terrible you know the villain exactly (laughs) and then this poor girl is like i am sorry for my behaviors i wanted to go on and and bring value to people's lives and i did it (laughs) no you didn't in in what world the purpose of the show is to find love allegedly so no you're not making anybody's life better by telling what's his face that he looks like a cartoon character no i mean you are entertaining us though she was like shit talking everyone and it's like it, fine but you you know there are cameras on you like there's no there's no denying that clearly you signed some shit what's so funny is she did this apology um and if you guys are following my social media i've been doing an impression of her but she did this apology like a real life apology and everyone the criticisms of the apology are so funny because they're like this is exactly what micah said in her apology so another cast member apologized in a in a written note on instagram and then everyone thinks that that because she did a video she's basically reading the note of the other girl i'm like this is so fucking (laughs) silly (laughs) there's pretty much a script for influencer reality star apologies yeah yeah i would reread jersey shore last night at club bed ronnie was making out (laughs) with another girl and motorboating her i'm sorry for hurting you it's the letter i'm rereading sorry i punched you (laughs) Motorboating is not okay. That is called cheating. <laughs> I was motorboating and gaslighting you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Imagine your boyfriend going out and just being like, I didn't cheat on you. It was just a motorboat. <laughs> Babe, come on. I was just motorboating around. I'd be like, all right, all right. As long as they were size A, cup A, cup B, you can motorboat. As long as they don't compare to my boobs, then you're good. <laughs> and that's go- the voice. <laughs> and that's the voice. On a good day, I'm a D. On a mediocre day, I'm a C. I don't know what I am anymore because I haven't worn a bra since 2020. What, lockdown was really like the the test. You know how like people's relationships went into testing? Like, Absolutely. Are you going to make it or are you not going to make it? That was like me and bras. And I was like, <laughs> we're not going to make it. <laughs> you and I, 
were just not a thing. Like I've worn one bra, I think, like since the pandemic. No joke. When I, no joke, Victoria's Secret has completely miss ma- made my vision of like what an actual bra size completely off. Yeah. Yeah. They're not correct sizes. In Victoria's Secret, which is hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious. I I go in there. I'm like, you're a triple G. I go, what? <laughs> my mom's like, sweetie. Oh, my God. Like, what? It totally changes the misconception of Victoria's Secret bras. But see, but, that's why yeah. I shopped there in high school. Because I was like, oh, my God. I'm a C. <laughs> like, this is, I have massive boobs. This is amazing. And I'd buy those big, like, you know, water-filled, like, padded bras. And I'd be like, yeah, I'm a C. <laughs> okay. The padded bras could be used in a car crash. Yeah. <laughs> the padding is ridiculous. Yeah, you could punch it's... those things. <laughs> you... <laughs> you could get punched in your tits all day long. It's insane. <laughs> uh, well, I'm glad you're, um, you know, without. Are you wearing bras now? How's your relationship with bras now? You know, I wear a sports bra for s- sports for working out (laughs) of course but I haven't worn like a real like that's not a bandeau like an underwire bra since like pre-pandemic I think I did one day and I lasted like an hour and I was like yeah right this is like uncomfortable that's amazing thank god like naked boobs are out are in you know what I mean like I'm out like wearing them out is in (laughs) but yeah yes I don't know. Anybody else bra going around braless because you're like, fuck it. I, I lived through COVID. I'm going to not wear a bra anymore. And that's a decision my body made, not me. <laughs> 2023, free the tatas. Free them. Um, literally, when I buy shirts now, I feel like I buy them in black before white because I'm like, well, if it's black, I don't have to wear a bra. <laughs> that is true. I just can't. I just it. They don't hang the way I want it's not like a model hang you know that like cute little model hang where the nipples just like are perfectly right there it, it's like a um oh my god what is her name yeah from friends Rachel uh yeah Jennifer Aniston thank yeah. you yeah sure. sure yeah I got my bare nipples out sure looks good I guess <laughs> yeah like her she's the the classic 90s uh free the ta-ta look just like yeah. bare bare nipple and it looked so good she wear she didn't wear a lot of bras on that show. I feel like no. There came no. a point where they were like, "You got good boobs, just let them go." Like, who cares? Wet t-shirt contest. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston. She looked so good. <gasps> oh my god. So how are you? Where are you? You're home. Yes, back in the old regular studs, and um, yeah, back in New York. We can start off with a big wig moment of the week. Go for it. Give me a big wig moment, girl. Yeah. Give me a big wig moment because we've been doing it at the end of the show and I and I feel as though no. Let's, I kind of like it. it in the beginning. I kind of like it in the beginning too. Catches this up. Um, I started touring city apartments because my lease is already up, which is crazy because I feel like I haven't lived here a full year. It's insane. But um, I'm 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 touring a couple places in the actual city because right now we all know I live in Jersey City, and um, so the yeah, other I mean, city, <laughs> the um, um, the other city, right, just across the pond, and yeah, yeah the. <laughs> The options are abysmal, but I am I am enjoying seeing like the squalor that we live in. It's yeah. fun. It I is do... pretty crazy in New York City. Have you seen Sorry, a lot of shaking. like have you seen studio apartments that are like, you know, three thousand dollars a month and two hundred and eighty square feet, maybe with like a bathroom that you can't close the door because <laughs> otherwise your your butt doesn't fit in to, to brush your teeth. <laughs> yes. The fridge opens up to another cabinet, so you can't open a cabinet and the fridge at the same time. You can't multitask. Yeah. Yeah. No, the, the and prices- they're like it was thirty two hundred, but don't worry, now it's three thousand. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? and i love how they sell you on the hardwood floors it's like every apartment pretty much has those square hardwood floors there's the actual name for it but i don't i don't know the name for parquet. it but parquet parquet thank you oh, my it's queen got a, it's got a parquet floor sure we don't have a fridge but we have a parquet floor for you to <laughs> step on yeah we have the a fucking worst hot top not a stove but you're a block from the from the train no. Yeah. No. no, it is. It is fun, though. And the prices are getting a little bit better. Like right after the pandemic, when they surged, they went like crazy, crazy high. Now it's back to I'd say like twenty five to three grand for a studio one bedroom Upper East Side. I looked at one Upper East Side and then I'm also checking out a couple Brooklyn's. But it is fun to just like tour the apartments. For Some sure. of them are nice. And then 
And I've also been getting back into Real Housewives of New York and Kelly Ben Simone, who was in the earlier seasons. She's does real estate. So mm-hmm. I started following her on TikTok and she does these showings of these million dollar apartments, of course. Um, and yeah, like it's hard to watch those and then it's, go with a budget and be like, wait, what? Why am I not in a million dollar apartment? And uh, it's so hard to watch those when they like take a break from watching those while you're searching for. Yeah, I, I really need to take a break because the amenities they have, which is basic human rights. Right. It's like uh, not basic human rights, but like the, the appliances that they have in there are usually pluses, a dishwasher and washer dryer. And these beautiful million dollar apartments have like a washroom and they're not even massive apartments. They're pretty basic. Like if somebody from Texas saw these, they'd be like. That's smaller than my apartment and I have yeah. more appliances and I pay less, but they're just so gorgeous and they go for like 3.5 mil, which is ridiculous. But Crazy. I am enjoying the process and I'll keep you guys updated. Uh, so far, no luck on the Upper East. Mm. That's no okay. Luck. Don't go to the Upper East Side. I think Upper East, I think Jersey City is like cooler than being on the Upper East Side. Upper East Side, I think of like families and babies and strollers and like private school kids. <laughs> like... It does give think- Gossip Girl a little bit, but I, I had a full day. Like, I went to the tour on Saturday, and then I waltzed around Upper East. I got myself a bagel from this delicious spot, like, literally like, on the corner. I could rock this. I could do I, the I Upper mean, East. I mean, I was having a day. I went to go get a pedicure. You know, <laughs> I stopped into a vintage store. I mean, I had a full day. I loved it. It was very okay. New York, very chic. But then- It is nice. Yeah. It's a nice area. Right. But I feel like you're cooler than the Upper East. But if you land there, you will make it cool. I mean, if I, like, could live in Tribex or Soho, like, find my ass there. But (laughs) I I saw a 15 grand Soho loft apartment would be a dream. It's like Big's, the movie Big. Let's let's invest in it. I think it's time. I think big wigs should just get a big, big ass apartment. I want to buy an apartment in New York. I've decided like so, so badly, like buy one. Absolute, I don't absolutely. know how I know that you can take out loans. Like you're, <laughs> uh, you're talking to the world's poorest dreamer yeah. right now. I know you can like do loans or whatever, but whatever. <laughs> well, because I, if I want to be bi coastal and I'm paying for something in another city that is not my primary city right now, of then course. I feel like I shouldn't be paying two rents. I should be paying, one off you know what I mean I should be paying one that's like like going to be something that I own one day um I completely agree I, with you I say this after my big wig moment uh I had one job uh this past week that was hosting the reality show that we kind of talked oh my god I don't even yeah. remember our episode last week like I was so <sighs> all over the place we were at night I was like just anyway it was I after your fifth day filming and we did it yeah after that night you had Fourth? one day left fifth, fifth oh yes I had one day left I gotta say you know I'm reflecting on this experience and it was very cool Reflect. and I met really nice people yes and they already paid me which never happens in a freelance I'm... job ever take that as a huge win that's humongous that's okay humongous. good that's why I'm like should I just like buy an apartment in New York <laughs> gets one check early no you guys my check put a down cover, payment like, dinner for a week like, <laughs> no nowhere near a down payment and um and I have to pay all of it back to the government for taxes so uh it doesn't matter but still mm. um no it, I you know I really like to find the positive in the experience and I met some really cool people and I might work for one of the people I met there they were like hey maybe you could like hi MC one of my events or you know make content for my company or whatever and I was just like absolutely like I met really cool people so overall great experience they're already talking about a season two which is like awesome because you know okay I'm coming in hot with a negotiation for my contract for season two you know I did season one and now let's let's rock it out Make those better. requests. <laughs> make make a couple. I have a couple. I have a couple notes. I have a couple tighten. changes. Yeah, let's tighten it up. Yeah, and now I am uh, on the East Coast, um, and we were talking about our sleep schedules because Dre, you guys, I slept for twelve hours the other <laughs> night, and then last night, guess how many hours I slept last night? I'm gonna give it a ten. Ten and a half. Ten and a half. I uh, 10 10 to 12 10 to 11 hours I'm like am I have I not slept in three months like I don't like my bed in LA and I'm like I wonder if I'm just not getting proper sleep I like told Jared I was like I need a different bed I am 
I mean, I think it's also because I worked these 10 hour days, six days in a row and then hopped on a plane to New York like right afterwards. But definitely. And, and stayed up late. And and also the time difference. You know what I mean? Like there's a time difference. So I can pass out if I eat a big meal. So I guess I'm like if I eat a big meal and I pass out and I just stay asleep until like 10 a.m. East Coast, which is 7 a.m. West Coast, which is when I usually like try to get up. I'm just trying or I am dying. You know what I mean? It's like one or the other. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the verge of death or no, it definitely is whenever you come from West Coast to East Coast. I mean, yeah, you can try your best to get up, but your body will not be ready to get up at 4 a.m. to be up at 7 a.m. East Coast time just in general. Crazy. It's crazy. But yeah, I was telling you this like stigma that when you're in a relationship or you're married, you sleep with your significant other. Do you think it has anything to do with sleeping alone in a bed where you feel super comfortable at your parents' house? Like, does well, that have anything to do with it? You're going to laugh because here I was showing up ready to sleep alone in a bed at my parents' house. <laughs> and my dad had eye surgery on now, Friday. And so because he has this like thing on his eye and he's in pain, you know, my yeah. mom kicked him out of the room because she said he can't wear his sleep apnea machine because of his eye surgery. He's going to snore all night. She can't handle the snoring. She can't sleep with his snoring. So she kicked him out into my room. So my mom's like, so you're going to sleep with me. They lay this on me like as I show up. I'm like, wait, what? I don't want to sleep in a bed with you, my mom. I want to sleep in my own bed in my own space. And she was, and my dad was like, well, she snores too. And I won't sleep. So my parents have decided not to sleep in a bed together because of his surgery. So I get shafted. Yeah. And they didn't even prepare you for that. What I'm no. questioning is why didn't your dad just take over your parents' room? Cause he's the one that had the surgery. And then your mom sleeps with you. Is the bed big enough for you to sleep with you and your mom in the, in the guest bedroom? Well, it's where Jared and I sleep. So, you know, yes, it is big oh. enough for two people, but it's a, it's a, what's it called bed? A Murphy bed. And it's like not. So, you know, she it's not ideal. It's not ideal. And they have a big king size, comfortable bed. And mm. I was like, I don't want to sleep in your bed. That's gross. And she's like, you have your own pillows, like whatever. It's fine. And uh, I've slept literally 22 hours. So, you know, <laughs> my mom's like, oh, yeah, you didn't want to sleep in my bed. Looks like you got 12 hours last night. And so she shut me up, you know, because I was like, sorry. I'm going to say I think a king size bed I probably sleep the best in, obviously, yeah, it's just so much more room, especially when you have somebody else in the bed. But yeah. there is also a weird thing about not sleeping in your parents' bed. Like the thought of that is disgusting to me. I've done it before, yeah. but like it's like, to me. ew, I'm not sleeping where you guys sleep. Like God forbid, I don't even know what they do. But like just the thought of the, their their thing, and my mom's you like, get it. I, I get it. And then the the mom, of course, is like, you came out of me. I'm like, that's the <laughs> grossest. <laughs> thing to say in response to that like I know I fully came out of her uterus but we don't need to rehash that memory thanks my parents don't live in the house I grew up in they live in an apartment right. downtown so there's not they lived here to live here just the two of them so when someone comes home like yes there is another room but it's not always a bedroom you know what I mean it's like a, of course like a den or whatever so yeah so it made sense for him to go there it's a comfy bed you know but it's um I'm like, how long are they doing this? Because he had one eye done. And then in 10 days, he goes back for the other eye. They don't do both eyes at the same time or else you're fully blind. So <laughs> is it LASIK or a form of like cataract surgery? He's having cataract and a retina lens, like or a retina Jeez. thing pulled. They did both. So yeah, he, he's doing better today, but it's been a couple days, but he can't see out of one eye. So he's, I... know, that, that's scary. My mom has glaucoma, which is when the nerve damage behind the eye gets so bad that it you know, kills off nerves you can't see. So I'm, I really am so scared of eye surgery. Like it's your eyes and they're yeah. doing lasers. LASIK is now so mainstream, but you said it's not even lasers. Surgery. This is like for cataract they're and for, cutting it. for retina. They like go in, he has a stitch in there. Just, what? I know. So he has super painkillers on his face. Cause like you can feel the uncomfiness of the stitch. Yeah. yeah. They definitely, he was under like local anesthesia and whatever. And he, he told me he was under the the Michael Jackson juice. I was like, what, Dad? I'm on that, Michael. That sounds like something Theo he's Vaughn like, would say. I'm on like, that. It was good. It was good. I was like, <laughs> my dad's sober, so, you know, it's medical. Oh, yeah. He's into Oh, my it, God. A little cough syrup. You're off the walls. I'm on that Michael Jackson juice. You know, that know. little, that scissor. But That's he's baking again, thing. so you know he's doing better. My dad bakes spreads all day long, so you know he's on the mend if he's baking, so. Thank God. Thank God. But every the, few the minutes bakers, he, he says, I can't see, you know, like, and it's, it's a problem. <laughs> What's the bread today? 
<laughs> well, matzah. So it's Passover. So he's he's perfecting his matzah for tomorrow because tomorrow the, is the big day. The theme is matzah. Oh, wait. Wow. I'm going to sound so dumb, but this is fun because we got a Catholic and a Jew. Yeah, we got a Catholic and a Jew. Once upon a time, there was a Catholic and a Jew and a Catholic <laughs> and a Jew walked into a bar. <laughs> Go for that, it. I thought matzo ball soup was called matzo ball soup because matzo is the meatball in the soup. Okay, so matzo is which I love unleavened matzo bread. Okay, you've seen matzo, right? Oh, matzo is toast, and it comes in those like thick sheets in like a pack. That's matzo. Yeah, you don't call oh. it toast. It's just matzo. And okay. so matzo is unleavened bread because the story of Passover is they didn't have. Um, yeast to to make bread rise so they had unleavened bread and so matzah meal is basically like the flour it replaces flour okay matzah meal is like what you would use flour to bake bread to bake anything so matzah balls are made from matzah meal and like egg and like whatever and those they're kind of like a dumpling almost and yes you know they float when they're done cooking or whatever and um and they're really good. But yes, you have matzo ball soup on Passover. But matzo meal, like you can make anything with matzo meal. You know what I mean? You can make pancakes with matzo meal. You can make cereal. You can make whatever. So, but matzo bread, is, you know, matzo is the bread. It's like a flat bread. That makes so much more sense now. I'm so glad. I, You know, all those years of Hebrew school are really paying off right now. You know what I mean? Like that really I could explain off. that. I feel blessed to be able to explain that. But Do you yeah, have Passover a- starts tomorrow and it's eight days. It's eight days. Okay. Yeah. And we're closing down our Lenten season of 40 days. But my question was, do you have a good recommendation for matzo ball soup in New York city? Ooh, in New York city. Um, Frankel's is one of my favorite matzo ball soups. Frankel's in Greenpoint is the fucking best. Um, Katz's Deli is overrated. I think they have a decent matzo ball soup. It's a little overrated. I'm trying to think if there's anywhere else. I, I was just soup. about to ask you about Katz. Um, what's it called? It has a decent one too that I like. Um, Jack's wife Frida has a nice matzo ball soup. There's like four, four or five locations of those, and they just opened in Williamsburg. Um, they have a good matzo ball soup. Not yeah, uh, yeah. That's that's what I got. That's, those are my recommendations. My mom already made hers, which is great. And you know I'm a soup queen, but I hate making matzo ball soup. I fucked up once, and I was so mad at myself that I was just like, don't make it again. Why it again. is it super hard? It's hard to get a good matzo ball. Yeah, because there's all these like secrets and ways and they say use club soda instead of water. It makes them like fluff better. And like, you know, some people put dill, some people put uh, salt and pepper and like some other herbs in their matzo balls. Like, I don't know. You know, I don't know. My my grandmother, who's no longer with us, she made a really good matzo ball soup. My mm-hmm. mom makes a pretty good one. Um, Yeah. We'll see. It's not the it's 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 part of the meal. It's not like the star of the meal. Usually you do a brisket for Passover. We got some Ooh. brisket. We got some so good vegetables. You know, we have a whole seder. That's the whole thing. You do a seder. It's like a whole service. Do you pass? Do you pass? Do you uh? What is it called when you uh go on a? It's not a starvation when you fast. Oh my fast. God. When you fast, when you fast, that's Yom Kippur. Okay. For Passover though, you keep, we say we keep Passover. So you don't eat any products that have bread in it for the next eight days. So you can eat anything that's like matzah, you know, related. Like you can eat matzah with butter. You get your carbs in, but you don't eat bread and you don't eat like breaded things. You don't eat like cookies or cake unless it's kosher for Passover. Unless it's AKA unleavened. Well, it doesn't have to be unleavened. Like you can, there are cakes and stuff that people make with like a matzo meal. So it's like, it still looks like a cake. Yeah. It's just not, you know, made with the real deal stuff. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. I feel like I think I'm explaining so much. I feel like you guys are all getting such a lesson in in Judaism. All my Jews better DM me and be like, happy Passover. Happy Pesach (laughs) on the, on big wigs. All all the Jewish people who listen to this podcast. (laughs) God bless. <laughs> and then Easter is Sunday. Is that your holiday? Wish me happy Easter. Yeah. I've happy been without Easter. cheese for, I don't know, almost like 30 days, 35 days. Cause we're almost to Easter. So I'll tell you what, I'm eating a big old cheese board on Easter. Hell yeah. What else do you do on Easter? Like, is there a meal? Is there like a traditional food? Um, 
I think every family is really different, but there's definitely like a big brunch or um, early dinner that we usually do. And I mean, we used to do, of course, like the Easter egg hunts as the kids hide the eggs. You do you eat the sweets, um, you get the chocolate bunny. But now that we're older and there's like less kids in the family, I feel like we just go to church, do a nice brunch and then call it a day. Nice. You know what's funny? Easter and Passover both have the hunt for something like on Passover the kids look for the afi komen which is a piece of matzah that they wrap in like in something oh and you hide it in the house somewhere and like whoever gets it gets like money or like you know you sh- we used to get like a 20 dollar bill if we found the matzah of course and like the jews they the ha- <laughs> you <laughs> get money in it all right well, we straight up get it. cash okay <laughs> <laughs> you got a rich family maybe you get a hundred dollar bill i don't know wow um yeah but it's funny that kids always do that. I think my dad will still hide an Afi Komen. And usually it was always like in slipped in between like books. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's paper thin. It's like a thin piece of matzah in like a little case. Oh, yeah. You got to be smart with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wait, I was just about to bring this up because I saw that Sophia. Sophia, f- not Franklin. Richie? Richie. Yes. Nicole Richie's sister. Nicole Richie's sister. Scott. Who, who used, used to, to date, date Scott. <laughs> oh, it always comes back to the Kardashians. I swear. Scott just swear. called me and he said, I, uh, Chris, I miss you. And I said, Scott, I love you. I count you as one of my own. We love Scott. As you should. Like, I know I'm not with him anymore, but he's just like so funny and we love he, him. He gave me three beautiful grandchildren. Yes, so he's he did. A part of the family. Um, so Sophia Richie is, how does Scott feel about Sophia Richie converting to Judaism? I think it's beautiful. I think if you can find your faith at any age in your life and you want to follow it, absolutely convert to Judaism. They're really good people. They're really nice people. I do think I'm going as Anna now. I, I do think that like, <laughs> I, I do find it funny when like a celebrity converts, but also I'm like, is she converting for someone or was she just like, I just found it and. She is. She's converting for her husband, her fiance right now. Elliot Got Grange. It. Yeah. Love it. Love it. I think that's sweet and and nice because it's like you don't have to do that. Usually, you know, in 2023, I feel like, do you have to convert? You know, I know some people are more strict and I'm going to get shit for that. But like, yeah, if, I think it's a nice gesture. If it, if it means something to your partner and you're like willing to do that, then like, that's cool. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Mazel she. Tough. <laughs> <laughs> mazel to Sophia yeah I do think that if somebody else is more pro their religion then I think that the other person can be like okay I respect that and I will like you're I feel you. like you're religious if you were dating someone who was not a Catholic would it how would that affect you and your family it would be really hard because we're so devoted to the traditions of it so I've genuine generally always dated somebody who at least grew up had the sacraments you know didn't necessarily have to go to church but it was like a big deal that they celebrated the big yeah and if they were non-religious it'd be fine as long as they respected like hey come to celebrate easter with my family and you know they they genuinely cared about knowing what it was about mm-hmm. but that's how it is with jared i mean jared's not jewish yeah yeah and i was gonna say he he likes the traditions you know he's seen mm-hmm. how we like embrace the traditions we're not super religious but like we celebrate the big holidays we keep passover exactly. we do you know like certain meals and certain uh you know like we'll go to synagogue on rosh hashanah for the jewish new year and shit like that i'm like you know sh- stuff like that i shouldn't say shit in the name of god i don't know um i don't care i'll say shit uh, whatever and um <laughs> And he, <laughs> we need like a, I need like a button to press whenever I cursed. What's your mom's name? Carol. Carol. Like a, sorry, Carol. You know, like <laughs> just like a little button that pops up. We have, we have a sound producer now, so we'll get yeah. him. We'll, we'll, we'll tell him that we need a, sorry, sorry Carol. Um, but I feel like Jared likes, I don't think he's like, I need to be Jewish or anything, but he learned some prayers and he likes the tradition and he like really embraced it because he wasn't very religious in his life or growing up. So Mm -hmm. he appreciates that we are, which is nice. That is really nice. My friend is, I grew up with a really close friend of mine, shout out Panina. Um, and so I was always learning about the Jewish faith, but I should, which is why I should know more, but yeah, there was, was always, say, Nina didn't teach you much it, about Passover though. <laughs> or matzah. She's, she's like, you see this bowl? It's like a meatball. Okay. It goes in the broth 
and then there you go. <laughs> Which is why I asked, like, what's with the meatball in the matzo soup? Oh, my God. No meat. I mean, there's no chicken meat. usually. Yeah, no meat. Because you guys, there's certain things you guys don't eat. And one of them was gelatin. Like, there were certain times that she wouldn't eat. Like, certain what? things that were in, um, like, a gummy bear or... It was like that um, for oh, Passover. Yeah, raw, there's like the bone marrow corn syrup or something. I don't know. There's something you're not supposed to have for Passover. But like, I'm not super, super strict. Like, I'll okay. probably eat a gummy bear because to me, there's no bread in a gummy bear. You know what I mean? But like, I'm not like that exactly. that strict. Some people are. And, they, you know, there's candy they make that is kosher for Passover candy and everything. And like, they will stick to everything. But I guess I'm not as religious. So I'll eat like. You know, I'll eat certain. You'll eat chocolate. Those Twizzlers and the chocolate. Twizzlers, maybe not. I don't know. It's it's funny. Certain things, I'm like, no, I know there's something in here that I you shouldn't can't have. Eat it. But I'll probably eat chocolate. I wouldn't eat like a like a Snickers because you know there's like that like nugget, nougat, whatever you call it, like in there. The chocolate nougat. Yeah, but I'd eat is. like regular chocolate chocolate but there is like kosher for passover chocolate i will say the supermarkets don't give a shit about the juice because they have like one tiny little section and there's yeah. like one cookie or like one <laughs> so they don't help you you know they're not helping the case so if i'm like well there's nothing here i guess i need to eat a regular chocolate bar i'm gonna eat that you know what i mean can you eat a fruit roll-up because there's a new trend with fruit roll-ups i know i keep seeing this trend and i'm fascinated to try it it's, it feels like a science experiment can you explain the the uh the trend for all the peeps. It's so dumb. The only thing I wanted to experience was the crunch. So yes. you roll up ice cream, any flavor, but I would, I would recommend like a rainbow sorbet. And then you roll it in the fruit roll up, wait for the fruit roll up to get really frozen. And but then you take a bite of it quickly, right? It like it literally like in seconds. Yeah. And then, and then you crunch down on your fruit roll. Is it like a lollipop material? Like, um, kind of, but it's so thin that it breaks super, super easily. So you bite down on it and then the ice cream kind of takes over the whole flavor. And then the end is super sweet or super fruity because of the fruit roll up. So you're left with the fruit roll up at the end. But I, I see what you're saying. You got to do it with like a, like if you're doing like a, a strawberry fruit roll up, you need like a lemon sorbet. Like exactly. You, you like to- I made the mistake of doing mint chocolate chip. And no. <laughs> yeah. What the hell was I? It was the only thing I had. And I like specifically ordered the fruit roll ups. I'm this is so bougie, but I I I was like in a rush, but I had to try this. And so I what is it called? I um like instacarted freaking fruit roll ups, like a dunce. <laughs> and then I and then I was like, like, Oh my god, I forgot ice cream. The only thing I have is mint chocolate chip. So then it, it wasn't ruined by it, but it definitely could be made it could be elevated to the next level with like a sorbet. That's literally like when you brush your teeth and then take a sip oh. of orange juice. Oh. Like that's, that's what that reminded me of. You got that minty breath and then you oh. take that sip of orange juice and you're like, this is bad. <laughs> Everything's bad. Literally nothing. That That is such a downer in the morning. It's like, oh, my day's already been bad. Now I've, I, yeah, you oh, need a bite of like a muffin before the- you hit that orange juice. You know oh, what I mean? Everyone before. knows you need a buffer. You need something you in between. Break that up. Oh, you don't go straight mint to fruit. No, you're right. That that just ruined it for me. I want to try this though. I'm gonna try it with the sorbet. I'm gonna do it. Um, you're gonna you're gonna love it. I do have sensitive teeth though, so the thought of biting into ice cream is like makes my body cringe. <laughs> it it breaks so easily. So then just put your lips over it and just like okay. break it off with the lips because it's okay. not as hard. But she's trying. Yeah, I don't know. It's taking she's- all over TikTok, and I just like I now I just don't even want to watch people like do the reaction because I already know what it is. But I've seen a lot of people do it with like a vanilla and strawberry or cherry. Yeah. And that, that looks because they're like, oh, it's like, you know, you get that like strawberries and cream kind of kind of vibe. But strawberries and cream, strawberries and cream. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little lad who loves strawberries. Speaking of TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been watching a lot of TikTok lately, you know, a lot. Like I just I live a for it. A lot. I mean, yeah, so have I. What if have you seen any like really good? I mean, I've just like laughed a lot on it. Like it's ridiculous, the shit. It's usually like grandma's reading certain things I find really funny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You like that. <laughs> I was gonna say I like I, I get a lot of like kid stars, like children with good vibrato voices and shit. <laughs> My God, what? You're so Broadway. Wait, what do you mean? Like it's kids belting out amazing songs? Yes. 
I get a lot of like a lot of like star kids. I get a lot of dogs. I get a lot of pastas. Um, pasta. mostly because I've been using TikTok as my Google lately. Like I was trying to tell my dad, he was saying he wanted to make this lasagna. My dad got a pasta maker. He's, you know, mm. I'm with my parents. Okay. It's all we're talking about is their gadgets and shit. And he wanted to make lasagna. And I said, Oh my God, you should make, there's this famous lasagna at Esody in the West village. It's like 40 layers of like fucking oh, lasagna yeah. and it like looks bomb. And, um, I was like, I just went on TikTok and I taped an Esody lasagna, 40 videos easily. Of everyone, because everyone's a fucking food influencer, so you can use it now as like your Yelp or your Google, you know, where you're just like, it's so finding a a recipe right there. Yeah, not even the recipe, just showing him like what it looks like, you know, because everyone has like everybody walks into a restaurant now. I feel like with like their glamour light, and they're all like, "I'm a food influencer," and you know, (laughs) they're like, "Um, "We'll have the famous lasagna," and then boom, I got the TikTok, you know, and then it's helpful right there, but. It is so funny because it wasn't like that. Like Instagram used to have like a couple food influencers that I'd follow. And now yes. everybody is a food influencer. Me included. I like to post my food sometimes. So fuck it. You know? Yeah, I do too. I mean, I have like my niche things that I choose that I, that I post, but I also feel like everyone's a food. Im- everyone's an influencer. Everyone's uh verified. Yeah. I think we need to do an episode. We need to do a big wig bites episode where you and I go to some like trendy restaurant and we like fully film the whole thing and make some videos. Cause I feel like you and I could be fucking bomb fluid influencers. I am inspired. I am influenced by the influencers. You know what I mean? I can do it. I can do it. Here's how we do it. Did you see that cheerleader who was mic'd the whole time? Mm-mm. It's this funny video. It's this hilarious cheerleader and she's mic'd and she's like shit talking the coach. Like that was a bad call. And so now people are just miking themselves, like doing random things. So if you just like mic yourself, you take kind of like a BTS shot of like over the, you know, you put the camera over there and then we're just like eating and having a normal conversation. But like saying obviously our, our, as we do, we just make comments about it. I think it'd be Oh my God. I love that. Okay. You guys, we're coming in hot mic'd, going into a restaurant. (laughs) Watch out. Then, then we don't really have to say we're filming anything because it's kind of hidden. Yeah. I like that. Um, by the way, speaking of hidden scary things, we you sent me this week a viral scam call that is happening that was that people are dealing with yeah. where someone calls you and they say I'm holding someone very close to you hostage. I'm going to kill them if you don't send me the money. Have you seen have you guys seen these these viral scam calls? You They're coming from a loved one. That's the catch. Like the call come it says like your sister, your mom, your brother on the phone like they so whoever so they can hack into your phone to make it look like it's coming from someone in your phone right that's fucked up that's, that's where it gets up that's where it's another level because you sent it to me and this happened to my grandma okay when <gasps> she was alive and i was living in new york city and she was like i'm like new york city i was living i was like i know the apartment i was in i was in hell's <laughs> kitchen back in the day when i lived in new york now i'm the grandma and she's long gone um no but <sighs> seriously like my grandma called me one morning and was like are you okay and I was like yeah and she was like do they have you and I was like what I was like waking up and she was like I'm gonna wire you the money I'm gonna send you the money right now and I was like oh my gosh she said they told me they were gonna hurt you if I don't send ten thousand dollars and I was like first of all holy shit all I had to do is pretend I'm being held hostage and I could get ten thousand dollars out of my grandma damn what have I been doing all these years (laughs) grandma I am being held hostage I was like wait hold on wait actually I'm not okay I need I I need to buy some shoes um no but basically they said something to her on the phone I have your granddaughter and she said Anna and they were like I have Anna like she probably she said read my into name. it yes and then they were like we have Anna and like they like went off and I was like she's like are you in Canada I was like what they told her I was in Canada I was being held hostage they what needed the money I needed ten thousand dollars to pay them to get out of the situation and she was ready to hi- fi- to like send money somewhere and I was like me mom no I'm in New York I'm sleeping um, and I'm going to go get a bagel. <laughs> like, no. But she ended up ending, ending the phone with them and then called you back again to double check. Yeah. Okay, good. Because she was like, well, wait, where do I send the money? I got to call her back. 
It was so crazy. So crazy. She almost got it. But the fact that's but so she, scary. You know, this is she was using a landline. Imagine yes. picking up a phone call and it says it's your granddaughter and your grandparent. Like, this is so fucked up. They'd be like, what? It's from their phone. Like, there's no you know excuse other than that. They took your phone. It's so messed up. I posted it and a couple of my friends said it happened to them, like mm. with their parents. They're, the scammers called their parents, which is the scariest thing. As a parent and as a grandparent, you hear that and you think, wait, what? That's it's just crazy how they can hack into like the phones now. Like with make it look like somebody called. Take advantage of the old people, too, or like boomers who are like not super savvy with a cell phone, you know, like. Exactly. So what they recommend is have somebody if you're with somebody quickly text them or tell them to call the that person's number that says they're held hostage, like your daughter or your nephew or whatever. And then they're able to verify because usually it's not it's just that's crazy you know how like you can you can have siri call you anything on your phone like you can set siri to call you anything my mom didn't know about this so i had i i I made siri call her sugar tits and (laughs) and my mom's like i'm sitting in the allergy doctor's office i'm sitting in the waiting room and all of a sudden i asked siri something and she goes you got it sugar tits and everyone's looking at me I need to do these personalization things on my phone because I just never do them. I'm like five updates behind. You think I'm changing my Siri to call me? I'm I'm, I'm changing it. I'm changing it to big wig. Yeah, I know. I'm like, what? When? What was this update? What update is this? I like don't have it at all. My parents' Siri here is a man's voice. My dad goes, couldn't stand listening to that woman anymore. I said, you gotta be fucking kidding me, man. Like he's like, hey Siri, and it's like. Yes, what can I do for you? And I'm like, what the fuck is that? That's not Siri. You know what's crazy? So Uber, or is it Lyft? They have the celebrity voices that can uh, direct you. I feel like Siri, they need, needs to be like, you can have, I need Mark Wahlberg on my Siri. (laughs) I would, I would be so motivated if it was Mark Wahlberg. I remember I did a VO. I think it was for like an AT&T commercial or something. And I was like, I killed that. And then I like had a call back and then I like heard the spot and it was Mark Wahlberg. And I was like, oh, well, I guess he beat me. Okay. <laughs> you know what <laughs> that find happens. I'm like, what the, why did I even, what, what was the callback even for? If that's my competition, it's insane. Cause he was like, I might not be around on Thursday. And then he's like, actually I could do it Thursday. And they were like, oh, pff, fuck all these people. We got Mark. <laughs> Mark's available. <laughs> And that's our industry, <laughs> ladies and, and gentlemen. But you can't feel bad if you lose out to Mark. You're like, okay, it's Mark. It's yeah, fine. no, it's Mark. You really can't. Yeah. I told you I learned that when I interned at a casting office, when they like auditioned all these women. Did I tell you this? To play this judge role. They auditioned oh. all these women, like like 30 women, you know, ages 50 to 60 to play this judge or whatever. And then the next yeah. day they 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 auditioned a whole other group of women. And then you watch the movie and it was like Dennis Leary or something. And they were like, well, he's friends with the director. And they were like, oh, he, Dennis is around, you know, like get Dennis in the role. <laughs> Duh. <gasps> I, now so that we crazy. all do self-tapes, we don't have to go into the office and be in the room with all the other competition, but it's just, uh, have you ever looked at the people around you? You're like, you're looking at versions of yourself, basically. Yeah. Like if but it's you like never a know. You never know. They, they always change their minds. You never oh, know yeah. who you got to be in the scene with. You never know. That's why I always say you never know. You never know. Cause like literally the first commercial I booked, it was me and like, like f- the callback was me and like four like football sized men like big burly men and I was like I'm in the wrong place and they were like what You're the hell the alt they weren't sure if they wanted like a a girl with glasses or something and I was like wait what that's then they dope picked me then they picked me we all had to do the same shit it was for like fucking t- Walmart and I was like there's no way I'm gonna get this why why am I here look at these men they clearly <laughs> had a type you know these men were all like I don't Walmart. even know what weight they were, but I was like, they were all like big dudes who like, you know, could lift a TV and then they had me. <laughs> I was like, okay. Definitely an alt for that. Alts, baby. Alt. Um, wait, speaking of hot men, can we get a little update on our zaddy Definitely. bracket? Give me the zaddy zaddies. I the told zaddy. someone the other day, I said it was, I was like, I was like, it's a zaddy spring and she like loved it. And then I was like, thanks. Listen to our podcast if you want more. <laughs> Head over to the Big Wigs podcast. Yeah, these ones, honestly, I I'm sad. I'm sad. I'm sad to see oh, some no. go. I'm yeah, sad. She to got see. real sad over one of them. I know exactly who it is. All right. We're in a final four now. Is that where we're at? Now we're in the final four. Whew, I'm nervous. Okay. 
And if you are following March Madness, uh, UConn won. I have no connection to UConn besides a couple of my friends that went to UConn. So good Wait, for so you guys. Over? So basketball madness is over. It's done so. It's wow. over. Stover. I hate Connecticut, but congrats to UConn. <laughs> I always say that when I have to drive through Connecticut, I'm like, this I'm place like, is worse oh. than Jersey. I hate driving through that state. No offense to all of our listeners from Connecticut. You have nice pizza. You got nice, you know, houses, but like driving yeah. through it is bleak. It's bleak. Is it bleak? I feel like there's just yeah. like really pretty vanilla looking houses that are just worst really nice. traffic. Just a dark air. I just think of Connecticut as like the darkest, worst part. Because I used to drive from Boston because I went to school in Boston. So I'd do that drive a bunch. And I was like, Ugh, I fucking hate Connecticut. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's like the one little tiny. It's not even that big. You pass, You probably pass through it in what, like an hour? No, like 10. 45. It's the worst traffic. No, it's like, <laughs> it's like you're like, we're not even at Hartford yet. We're still at fucking Stamford. That would blow me. Yeah, I'd be pretty upset about that. <laughs> so right, hit me with it. First up, Reynolds and Gosling, the Battle of the Ryans. Sad to say, my Gosling lost. Um, this was this was sixty six percent to thirty four percent. So everybody wanted Ryan Reynolds. This was hard for me because I'm a I'm a Ryan Gosling fan like through and through. You know, Thank like I'm a you. Notebook yeah. girly. Yes, but I will say in terms of the title, Zaddy. I don't think of Gosling as a zaddy as much as like a hot lover in my life. I think of Ryan mm. Reynolds as a zaddy. So I think that's where he, 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 the daddy portion of this competition. I think he, he definitely was going to pull ahead. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I just rewatched on TikTok, Nonetheless, Blake Lively's speech to him as a father. And like everybody was tearing up in the audience and it was, mm. pr- it was pretty lovely. She was like, and you just always come home. I was like, oh, okay, okay. He comes home. Who doesn't come home? <laughs> who who <laughs> don't want to come home? <laughs> that aren't coming home now. <laughs> That's where my brain like, would go. I'd be like, oh my God, who did she date before that didn't come home? <laughs> She's triggered by coming home and somebody not coming home. I'm like, my boyfriend works from home. I'm like, he's never <laughs> not home. <laughs> I can't get this bitch to leave home. Okay. <laughs> my dog is traumatized. We go to Whole Foods and he acts like we left him for like four months. <laughs> Forever. They're never coming back. <gasps> this one hurt me to the core. Dermot Mulroney versus David Beckham. And? And uh, David Beckham pulled out on top. Okay, good. With only 11 more votes. So I was why like, did that hurt you? You wanted Dermot Mulroney to get it? I love Dermot. Because he, to me, David Beckham is just like an anomaly. He doesn't even make sense. He's just like the hottest, hottest dad out there that's just always in peak pro- peak form like, I want somebody that just, like, you know, just gives off that nice. You know who I should have put on here? Mark Ruffalo. He also gives mm. off that nice dad energy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. I met him once. I met him Mr. Once. Ruffalo? Yeah. At that same casting office when I was interning. That was, like, oh, the worst. It God. was, like, the worst job ever. I, like, wanted to love it, but they she didn't like me as an intern. Um, But he came in for an audition, and he... He was doing his acting exercises in a mirror. And I was like, what? They're like, ask him if he wants water. And I was like, mm, excuse me, Mark, would you like a glass of water? And I was like, wait, what? Did and you do an English accent? No, I, I didn't. <laughs> I was nervous. I was nervous. But I don't know what movies I knew. He wasn't as big then. You know what I mean? He did like the kids are all right and like shit like that. But he wasn't like a Marvel actor yet. He hadn't but. done 13 going on 30. Oh, he probably did. Had He probably had done that. Yeah. But I just like he was like in the mirror, literally like I was like, oh, this is this what real actors do? He was like, like <laughs> massaging his face and shit. OK, and I was like that's like what you see in movies. Do people actually do that? Red well, leather, yellow leather. Yeah, He was literally red leathering into the mirror. And I was like, no, I was like, can I get you a water? Uh, I'm like 20 years old, like nervous. Um. Anyway. OK, so. Good to know that even the most accomplished are still red, red. We could give him an honorary zaddy award. Okay. Okay. Agreed. Obama versus Momoa. Momoa won, but Obama was not far behind. I believe that. Such different vibes. The two of them. You know what I mean? Such. This was one of those like out, like a weirdly matched up. Like Obama's going to save the world zaddy, but like Momoa's going to like save you out of like, you know, I don't know. A tsunami. <laughs> and, uh, I was going to say a natural disaster. Like Momoa is <laughs> going to like just put his hand down and like pick you up. You know what I mean? But but Obama's going to be like there for you as you know. He's going to be person. in them litigation. He's going to argue your way out of it and figure out some loophole. Yeah. 
in the paperwork. Interesting, interesting mashup. But Momoa, I guess, you know, at the end of the day, we want that physical connection. So <laughs> you see. Also, God bless. You put Mama and then you put Momoa. And I was like, I was like, I don't know what's happening. But she knows it's Jason Momoa. We've said it. <laughs> We've said it multiple times. It's the easiest name. Jason. And you were like, Ma- should I redo Moa. it? And I'm like, nope, the votes are coming in. They know who it is. They know who it is. It doesn't matter. I was like, of course, I, I call him Jason Mama. <laughs> this one was the hardest one for me. It was Idris Elba. Cause you know, that's, that's my, I, I love him. It's, it, it's Idris and it's Dermot Mulroney. And so this was hard. Idris versus Hemsworth. You know, Chris Hemsworth held out on top with 54% of the votes. Wow. 54 though. Very close. So, very close. I voted for Hemsworth. You know, you're going to, I like Idris Elba, but I'm like, you're going to throw in a Hemsworth. Like, I'm like, wow, <laughs> it's tough. I feel like if I was in a room with him, I wouldn't even know what to say. I'd be like, so what do you have for dinner? <laughs> I'd be like such a weirdo. <laughs> Start laughing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I probably would just address his Alzheimer's. I'd be like, I hear your predisposition for those, uh, that Alzheimer's. Oh God. Really? Well, there's like this whole story. He's like taking less roles because he's taking his health so seriously because he got tested for the the I I mean, know pre this. the predisposition for Alzheimer's. I I mean, well now I'm really happy he pulled out on top of the zaddy bracket. You know, like whew. I I know it it is it is tough. Yeah, I mean now I'm like a lot of my family family members have Alzheimer's, so. Wh- Who's to say? Like, I, I probably should get also tested for that. But then it's also, I guess, they're developing certain things to do so you can prevent it from eat a lot of fish, stay active. Okay, done. My grandma had really bad dementia um, Yeah. at the end. And I got to say, though, she was, like, really evil most of her life. And when she got dementia, she forgot that she was evil. Um, and she was, like, really nice. So everyone was like, wait, she's, like, really nice now. <laughs> So that's like the one, ca- the one positive case that I've heard. Usually it's like, they forgot who their kids are. Or she's well, like, she forgot a lot so of much stuff. more pleasant. And also she always had a, she had a framed photo of Hillary Clinton on her night table. My dad's <laughs> like, don't let her, don't tell her. Just let her have this one. Let her think she won. Let her think Hillary won and pulled it out. <laughs> I started to say she like thought if she was related to her. Like, oh, that's my dear daughter, no. Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> no she just liked her and wanted and, and wanted to vote for her although I heard her say yeah but I don't think a woman can actually run the country and I was like but you voted for her you were such a supporter and she was like but at the end of the day let's be real I was like she's forgetting her support of strong women now. <laughs> she forgot everything then P- probably probably she forgot um, who she stood by okay so we're at name the four for me again so it is David Beckham Jason Momoa. David Beckham, Jason Momoa, Chris Hemsworth, and who's the last one? Oh, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Wow. Wow. Final four for sure in the zaddy in the world of zaddying. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. I tell um, you. Okay, I wanted to do something so silly to end this episode, but. Uh, you guys, all the Barbies were dropped today. We knew about Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling, but now we got, who do we have? Dua Lipa, um, Michael they, Sarah, yeah, Will Ferrell. Are they also in the movie or I are they just like a part of it? Because it's so no, confusing I think to me. They got to be in the movie. Like, why would they get a whole poster with them as a Barbie? Helen Mirren. What? Um, Fuck. Who else? Uh, there was someone else. Um, Issa Rae. We got a lot of Barbies. I think I knew about her, but everyone's getting everyone's getting to be a Barbie. I didn't even audition, which is pretty mean. You know, I am so offended. Yeah, right. We could have been fucking big wig Barbies. Um, so I thought we would give a little audition speech as a bar. You know, if you could audition to be a Barbie. Um, yeah, I was I was trying to read this tweet new Barbie movie poster confirmed a big theory surrounding the film as they reveal the existence of 11 different Barbies and five Kens, right? Five Kens. Wow. Why do they need five Kens? What is this? It's Avengers Barbies. (laughs) So then this is good. Maybe if it's a franchise, we will get into the next one. You know what I mean? They'll be like, Hey, you know what? We want some podcasters who are like pretty sweet to be in their next Barbie (laughs) movie. Barbie Um, does podcast. That's so funny. That is really funny. I thought we would do it as impressions, but I thought we'd switch today. So, mm. okay. Okay. 
We only have a couple minutes, but I want to do. Um, I said Teresa should be a Barbie. <laughs> I'm so Bar- bad at Teresa. I like Barbie try to Jersey. do your impression as Teresa, and it's so you guys want to hear it. You got to oh do it. Oh my god, I could be a Barbie. <laughs> I could be a Barbie. You know, we got we got we got beaches. We got Jersey Barbies. <laughs> oh my god, we yeah, got. I could be a Jersey Bobby, you know. I like the beach and the warm weather. <laughs> Jersey Barbie Teresa, where what beach do you go to? I go to I go to Margate. <laughs> Ocean City. <laughs> I sound like Michael Jackson trying to beat Teresa. Like I can't Yeah. Uh, you know, I I I feel like my daughters, my daughters. <laughs> My, my daughters could be a Barbie too. Why won't we? We we could do it. I got beautiful hair. I could wear a wig. I could go blonde. <laughs> Ooh, I would love to see you go blonde. Actually, yeah, you know, I got I got blonde hair once. It was it was a mistake. I I too much sun in at the beach. <laughs> not the sun in Teresa. <laughs> you know, it's not a good blonde. <laughs> this was back before I had a hairstylist. Teresa, what do you think about Michael Sarah being a Ken? I don't know. He's not a Ken for me. You know, he's kind of quiet. <laughs> I sound like a Muppet. He's kind of quiet. I'm not a fan of him. I'm not, a, <laughs> I'm not into him. What is he in? Superbad? That was a Superbad movie. <laughs> oh, you're legit Elmo. <laughs> I don't like him. It's Superbad. He's crazy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Teresa is Elmo in my brain. <laughs> People do say that on TikTok. They're like, wait, I'm so sorry, but is she Elmo? I'm like. Basically, basically, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not, a, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not Elmo. Okay, that was better, right? I'm not yes, Elmo. Yeah. I don't like yeah. Michael Sarah. I don't think he's a Ken doll. <laughs> you know Barry Manilow. That's a Ken. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amazed. Okay. That's it. That's my failed Teresa. Give me one. That give me, was, that give me a Barbie. Good. Anybody I do. Give me a Barbie. You know my favorite of yours, who's also a Muppet too, is Joan Rivers. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> like yells into the microphone. We should do a video of Muppets, but we just do Teresa and Joan voices. Oh, oh my God. Muppets reimagined. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Go for it. Let's hear it. Oh my God. Barbie. I used to love Barbie with the little... Shoes, the Barbie dream house, which by the way is shit. If I was at a Barbie dream house, I would have had a pool, a rooftop pool. What is that? Why do they only have one little Jeep outside? I would have had three convertibles. <laughs> I would have had multiple hair. I would have, what else does Barbie have? And forget Ken. You really Ken. got the hands down too. You guys have the secret. Uh, and forget Ken. I don't need a man. Screw Ken. Ken's, Ken's annoying. Ken looks like a piece of dry toast. I want... Multiple men. I want 10 Kens in the lineup rotation. Joan, do you think that you uh, would, would you get the surgery to become a Barbie? Absolutely. I thought I already had the Barbie. I thought I already did <laughs> the full Barbie facelift. I fixed my vagina. I fixed my tits. I fixed my face. I got my facelift 10 times. I mean, I'm basically Barbie. I don't even know if I have a vagina anymore. <laughs> it's great. It's almost like Trump sneaks in. <laughs> I don't even know if I have a vagina. I like being tan. I can tell you what, folks. I can tell you what. Trump from jail tries to audition to be a Ken doll. (laughs) I don't understand why I wasn't chosen. I've got beautiful blonde hair. I've got a beautiful tan. And quite frankly, my wife is a Barbie. (laughs) (laughs) And quite frankly, I joined the Miss America contest because I wanted to marry a Barbie. Wait, that's so funny. Trump auditions for the Barbie movie. That's really funny. I think we should do this as a video. I think we should have our impressions audition to be Barbies. I love it. Like the other Barbies. And we do it every other one. We do it. That's actually so funny. I'm reading this article about like, which I'm trying to find the other names, but we did name most of them. But yeah, that's a hilarious video. Let's get to writing. Love it. Um, you guys, I feel like that's it. That's our episode of the week. Um, I love this podcast. I love you. S- see you on Friday. We're going to film on Friday, you guys. I'm giving you yeah! our sketch. We're going to film together. We're going to have a, like, a fucking, you know, some videos come out soon. But 
thank you for yeah. being a part of this. You guys are the fucking best. Make sure you rate and review. It's so silly, but it really does help because um, we're trying to blow this shit up. We want to go on tour. We want to come see you in a city near you and do these fucking people on stage. Um, we're getting some dates on the calendar. I'm actually reaching out to a couple places in New York because I feel as though that's in the future. Just a little test run. You never know. Little test run. Shout out Instagram followers. We've hit 700. Which yeah, is on huge. our way to 1K, baby. Never been on so our excited. Way to 1K, literally. And uh, we'll go live on Friday. Oh, let's do it. When yeah, we'll go live on Friday together. Show you guys our little uh, sketch setup as Chris and Courtney. Plus, and we're gonna go to dinner, um, so we're gonna have to do something like big wiggy <laughs> at dinner. You know, big wig, um, aka me ordering a. I literally was like, Dre, I'm free all day and nights now, so let's do it all. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'll try to make it work. No, I'm just kidding. We're definitely going to dinner. Um, and then also make sure to vote for your zaddies. The last one will be today on stories. Go hit it up at Big Wigs Podcast. Love you dolls. Have a big wig week. Bye. <laughs>